There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, I'm Joe Spellman, and this is Facha the Gats. Ay, ay, ay. And this is <laughs> uh, Pizza Michi. I'm Pizza Michi. Hey, hey, that's a piece of Michi. Um, I think maybe the listeners don't know who who you guys are anymore, you know, because you're that's just true. Doing different names. Guys, uh, I'm Professor Paul. This is Dave. This is Dave, and that's Professor Polly. Guys, <laughs> come on. Fucking thank you. Uh, we have the smartest thanks. listeners. Of all the Sopranos podcasts, you don't have to explain. They, you know, their you're right. comedy you're right. acumen you're right. is high. <laughs> you're right. You don't you're need right. to explain these, these genius bits on our part. I mean, I, even I, when the bits I, are not right, funny, right. their comedy acumen is high. Like, yeah, I, I was really, I was really just fucking um, deflating the beach ball there. My fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, we're talking about uh, episode season four, <laughs> episode six. Everybody hurts. Ooh, spells came prepared. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> did. I just no, I guessed. Um, and uh, our uh, illustrious guest today is uh, Pizza Michi, Pizza uh, one of our uh, favorite listeners who we found um, based off of his uh, Instagram account, uh, Instagram account, Pizza Michi. <laughs> where he oh shows pizza and we've tried his pizza. His pizza's good. His name Fantastic. is James Montalban. James Montalbano. You were so close. You were so Better, close. You're so close. You had you the whole one, thing. one syllable. Fuck. It's like the American eyes. You took the vowel off of the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh sorry. Oh, I, I told you I'd fuck it up. Oh, it's all good. You got nine tenths of the way there, so that's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, welcome, James. Thank you for coming. Thank you. We Thank love you for having me. I'm a big fan. Absolutely. I, I love you guys. This is uh, this is such a great thing for me. This is uh, wonderful. <laughs> Again, I wish we could have done this in person with pizza, but next time we'll work yes. that out. You know, that's, we're that's gonna, that's everything. We're gonna we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna come eat pizza and not have to do this. We're gonna <laughs> oh, come oh, and God. hang. I mean, we, we can talk about Sopranos. We want to do this pod, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like uh, a a year plus of doing this podcast over Zoom is like I, I've had I've fucking had it. We're about done with it. <laughs> Yeah, this is our this is our, our 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 long play is to just get some more pizza because that was so fucking good, man. <laughs> it was so good. I gotta say, like really I haven't was. I haven't been able to. I know I relayed the message through spells, but I really really enjoyed your pizza that you uh, that you graciously provided for us and two yes. different styles. We got we got Sicilian yes. uh, style and we got a New York slice. Yeah, New York slice. Fantastic, man. I do a third pie also a Neapolitan, but that's uh, oh. kind of a rarer one these days. Oh, really? So st- I stick mostly to the Sicilian and New York style, you know. All right. I got it, my, my Furio tribute, the Napolitan. Yeah. You, know. you didn't make us the <laughs> you didn't make us the rare one, but okay. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I mean, Napoli, look, I'm only listening for a year, you know. Yeah, yeah Napoli. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, well, good it's, stuff. Uh, it's a great, to, great to be here. It's, uh, yeah, it's man. a fun, uh, fun time. We figured since it's an arty centric episode, we'll have the the closest person we know to being a real chef. We, we don't know anyone <laughs> who actually is a professional chef. So you are the closest thing. I mean, your pizza could like I would pay to eat your pizza. Oh, for sure. So we figured. We would have we would have you on uh, for Mr. Artie Bucco's uh, one of his big episodes. Did did you? I would love it. When when did you start? Like, how did you start making pizza? We should say before we get into the episode. Weird. It's just something I fell into just to make it yeah. a thumb, thumbnail sketch uh, version. But yeah, I do sports graphics for a living. That's my job. I do. I work on the Super Bowl and the Olympics and the Kentucky Derby. And my company does a lot of really cool stuff, and oh, I love wow. doing that stuff. But on the side, I kind of started doing this uh, pizza thing because of a Blue Apron gift certificate my friend gave me he signed me up for a blue apron thing once and one of the meals was a pizza and it kind of just started things going accepted me in my brain and before i know it you know six years later here i am but you know i mean nowhere i don't have a pizzeria or anything like that i'm just a guy in a house you know but it's uh but i i like making the pizza i have my friends come over we have a little party which i call pizza michi that's the name pizza friends you know um, and by the way, I just want to say, I love that you guys have pronounced it right from the very start, because oh, yeah. I've heard some people say pit, pit, pizza misi, pizza, I, I, it, oh, come on. I don't like that at all. It's, uh, you, got, you guys get the Italianness, and I like come that. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a place in Little Italy that I used to go to called Amici's 2. So, oh, yeah. Amici's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, fa- fantastic pies. And also, like, you just happen to have the most natural plug uh, for Blue Apron on the one podcast that does not have Blue Apron as a. <laughs> they are now one of sponsor. our sponsors. Uh, but they could be in the future. You never know. So you know, we'll, we'll we'll keep this tucked away. How about that? What happened to the Dave, the Dave's Hot Chicken? Those mysteriously disappeared. Uh, well, we got real sponsors ago. now. That yeah, we I, know, I realized that's what it was. <laughs> you can't have fake sponsors and real sponsors competing. We yeah. totally sold out. Even more than I mean, also. There's like 1,500 Dave's Hot Chickens open now. I'm like, yeah, they don't need our plugs anymore. Yeah. They're like opening up on <laughs> yeah. Venus. They never so, need our plugs. Come on. <laughs> no, they really didn't. Yeah, shut all, you know, you'll be That's good. right. Exactly. That's exactly. right. Uh, well, good stuff. Blue Apron was not expecting that. <laughs> That's great. Um, should, we, should we get into this ep, guys? Let's get into Let's it. Let's do it. All right. So I'll do the little, little, little rundown here. This is Everybody Hurts, season four, episode six, written by Michael Imperioli. Uh, fresh off of Christopher just a few episodes ago, right? Yeah. Um, so we got two episodes this season. Directed by Steve Buscemi, uh, director mm-hmm. of notorious director of Pine Barrens. This is yep. not the preferred episode of of the ones that he directed. Um, I think he also yeah. did um, Mr. and Mrs. John Sacramony Request. Uh, did he? I, th- I, th- I think so. Yeah. I might be. I might be wrong. Um, but uh and originally aired october 20th 2002 oh time what a time um so this episode of case you don't remember it this is the one where tony learns of uh gloria trillo's fate it wasn't very cinematic um Mm -hmm. Artie starts an almanac business venture with jean philippe and uh aj dates (laughs) uh devin pillsbury so uh let's dive right in um let's uh it opens with chris shooting up of course Um, it opens it opens with a shot of pizza a slice of pizza yes i chose that or something i thought that was cosette is licking uh like you know that's the opening shot I don't pay. I like. I need to like snap my attention to focus right when. Yeah, I, the dog is eating a pizza that's like just like laying on Aiden's leg. Yeah, it looks like it's been sitting there for days. <laughs> yeah, Fresh I assume pizza. she. Yeah. I I assume she is high as well as Chris. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think they're you both in like the worst spot because she's like stressing yeah. from uh, talking to the feds. Uh, right. He's dealing with an increasingly. Uh, I don't know terrible addiction um but so straight from there he gets a call from tony to meet him he goes to meet up with tony uh and this is that scene the infamous scene where tony sort of like reveals his plan for christopher to him after having like you know sicked christopher on the guy who supposedly murdered his own dad to bind him closer to tony uh he he tells christopher like you could you're gonna lead this family into the 21st century chris notes that he they're already into the 21st century at this point but my question is, like, Tony's usually so perceptive, uh, mm-hmm. and Chris is, like, 
high out of his mind here. Do you think Tony has uh, his blinders on? Has like a blind spot for Chris? He knows. He knows. You th- yeah, do you think he knows that he's that he he's high he in that, that scene? Smir- yeah, he has that little smirk. Like he knows that he wasn't just like ha- like drinking wine with aid at dinner. Yeah. Like wow, you th- I think he he might presume that he like smoked a little weed or something because that's what Chris is maybe saying here and there. I think but- Chrissy thinks he's getting away with it, but he's mm-hmm. not at all. It, it reminds <laughs> me of like when I, when I'm sleeping and somebody calls me and I and I try to pretend that I've I've been awake the whole time, <laughs> but I, I, I snap at it. I, I, in my brain, I'm pulling it off perfectly, but the person that's calling me is like, uh, did I wake you? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. slurring yeah. your words, bro. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I like, it seems so uh, unlike Tony to, to like be in this moment where Chris is clearly high and be sort of passing the torch to him here. But, uh, you know, I think, I think Tony is, as he outlined for Melfi in earlier episodes, sort of, um like he has his plan for chris to be the only person he communicates like orders through which insulates him against like the feds and all these legal legal matters so i think he has like a little yeah. blind spot Spo- spoiler alert it it turns out great <laughs> I, hey I it was the right decision a little you say i spells? agree with you a little bit of that that like he has a little bit like a blind spot um because you know a lot of a lot of times i mean he says Chris is his blood, but he really isn't, right? Yeah, is uh, he on Carm's side? Very convoluted. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like it's. <laughs> I just I know it's like a saying, really. Like it's it's like he's family. He's family. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But blood really doesn't, and he re- and they really emphasize it here. Yeah, and like he's giving him a really important job, and I'm like, he's like, but you know, you're my blood. And I'm like. Right. Eh. Right. Well, well, technically, well, not... well, maybe Carm, maybe Carm put some of her blood in the steak pizzaiole. Uh, you know, when when he was courting her, and uh, you know, it was like uh, probably, probably that's probably yeah. I she mean, just like Tony opened the can... vein over the steak pizzaiole, and there, yeah, and, yeah. Instead yep. of taking like a cigarette from Chris that uh, he takes, he could take a needle and shoot up his blood, and then they'd probably. Be the same <laughs> there you go. There you go. Is it is it possible that Tony's trying to make Chris feel guilty by saying the bloodline? Like, because again, Tony might know about Chris being high, and he's yeah. trying to like just look. I got to get into this head somehow, you know. I don't know. I mean, that's I that's know, that's maybe. actually. I think you're right. I think I think he is, even if he doesn't realize it, he's constantly trying to draw Chrissy in closer to him, even at this point. Mm-hmm. And so just the, uh, you know, reiteration of we're blood, you know, like that, that sort of draws him in, I think. Um, and it, it also may, it also makes sense. Cause like Paulie is away of prison. Uh, like Sill's been acting all fucking weird <laughs> lately. Right. Um, and you yeah, know, and Bobby hasn't climbed the ranks yet enough to be that close. And, and, um, and obviously he's, not married to uh, Janice yet, so right. it makes sense that this is like unfortunately for him, and I've and obviously Ralphie is a fucking psychopath, right? So <laughs> it makes sense that Chris is really his best option, you know. It's true, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's true. Not, I, I agree not a great that. option, but his best option. Well, that's why they're that pygmy thing. Yes. In Jersey. Yeah, and it's interesting they started the episode <laughs> with this because really, like Chris doesn't have uh, like a storyline this episode. Um, it's really Tony. And then like Artie and then, and then AJ. Uh, right. Right. But, but I yeah. guess they just needed to hit like the season arc sort of uh, mm-hmm. shit with Chris. Um, Cause from there we go straight to, we, we find out Carmela visited Globe Motors for whatever reason. And she finds out that that nice lady who drove her home one day uh, ended up killing herself. And she relays this to Tony. They're laying in bed. Um and she thinks Tony is being like apathetic and non-responsive, but really he's just like so fucking shocked. And we stay in his moment. face in that moment. Yeah, great. yeah. Really God, Jimmy Gandolfini nailing it again. Um, Seriously, yeah, I rewatched now, the episode before to, to get ready for this, and he's so fucking good. He's such a fucking good actor. Like even the the simplest yeah. simplest scenes he he puts into his body and his eyes, and it's just a yeah. God damn, what a fucking talent. Nobody else like him. And yeah. so. So then he's got to do some investigating, right? And he and he heads to Globe Motors, <clears throat> where he starts like giving the third degree to Gloria's coworker. Yeah, which um, by the way, Joe, do you recognize him? Because when yeah. I would audition for stuff in New York, when I still was in New York, I'm like, 
2006 to 2009 ish i saw that guy at auditions all the fucking time <laughs> what like, you were you were going out for the same roles as that guy <laughs> <laughs> not for the same no, parts oh no no you'd be, you'd be in the I, room. I, I was in the prime of my life <laughs> Come I would on. see. I know. I would see Agent Harris at auditions in New York. Oh well, that's like, yeah. He oh, would damn. just be auditioning for like a different commercial at the same like he place. Did, I was auditioning for. A he commercial. did a lot of commercials back then. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, um, that that guy. I would I would see that guy all the time. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, probably, but I don't like really a little recall, like kept like a little hat it. like a little hat on. But he's like impossible to miss because he looks like a little maybe, weird weasel guy. Maybe <laughs> now that you say the hat, maybe like. Maybe now I'm like starting to remember. Yeah, like, like a grand, like a grandpa, like driving hat. But You're right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> anyway, maybe. Anyway. anyway, I'm sure our listeners are turning up the volume at this point. Really? Um, he wore a yeah. hat to the auditions? Yeah. Guys, I mean, you want to hear, like, have a window into the commercial audition community of 2006 in New York. This is the podcast for you. Okay. So anyway, so this guy is also, by the way, very liberal with this private info that he sort of volunteers to Tony here. Yes, but he was, but he was clearly liberal with it to Carm too. Yeah, no, exactly. it's, it's the same guy. So he's just like, he's just like a fucking chatty Cathy. Yeah, he seems like he's well, just actually bored in life to like, he's eager to tell anyone that his coworker killed her, herself. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, she did leave a note. But then the cops found out it was just classified ad for a fox uh, what, stole. What wolf fox? stole. Sorry, I, I, wrote, I wrote this down because I wanted to ask about it. What yeah. is the point of the the wolf stole? What is that? I mean, I guess it's clothing or something, but like, what's the point of the detail? I know the Sopranos is full of useless details that go nowhere. I know that's the point, but like, right, what the fuck? Right, I mean, why? Right. Why even say it? It's just, I don't know. She, Honestly, yeah. did, did she get, did she receive, uh, did she receive that gift from Tony? From I don't Tony. remember. I don't, that would have been like I, I don't know. I, I don't I guess remember. Just, that. Get the point. It, it seems to me that that it wasn't. You know, there wasn't any. She didn't leave a note, but she was trying to sell something. I don't know. That 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 makes it even sadder to me. I guess. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes it a tinge sadder, but but also I think you answered your own question, man. It's like yes, they throw in these details. Almost as like, uh, just like to distract because life is full of meaningless details, right? So like, yep, that's, yep. that's just, I think that's just the style. Speaking of, the of so this is 2008 and I was at an audition. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, wearing a hat or no? <laughs> well, can, um, can I, are, are we still talking about, can I ask something about the Gloria thing? Yeah, you're you're one or, of the hosts of podcast. Still, did you yeah. still want to keep talking <laughs> about it? About <laughs> what have more to say? But anyway, um, how do you hang yourself from a chandelier? <laughs> I'm sorry to be a little insensitive. I'm not trying to make light of uh, suicide at all. No, but we're not. It's just it's just uh, I don't know that. How do you hang yourself? That seems like kind of hard. Sturdy enough. I would think you. It would just fall. <laughs> I guess she's pretty. She's pretty not, tiny. Like she's a pretty light. Yeah. Big person. Yeah. And I'm sure it's possible, but uh, that just that detail kind of made me like think, yeah. oh, that's way, that seems yeah. difficult. Way, way to go, Imperioli! What a fuck up <laughs> that it was. Yeah, right. Suicide's better, Imperioli. Come on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely interesting. It's definitely different. Uh, you know, like to do that, um, and maybe maybe there's a significance to that. I think it's um, just but, imagery. I think it's uh, sure, especially yeah, with yeah. with the dream sequence that comes into play later when Tony's dreaming about her and like, you know, there's one of the most like, beautiful sequences in the whole series. I think actually, it really. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, I love. Yeah. I love. Tight and, uh, yeah, yeah. Usually, because you know? as we know, they can go on and on with with dream sequences. Uh, you know, I, which is not a problem for me. Like I, I have yeah, a dream yeah, sequence yeah, pro, for an entire season i don't care but like we're we're uh, pro we're pro we're pro dreams we're pro dreams on this on this pod um but yes this is like it it's straight to the point the design's it's, incredible in that you know right yeah it's just yeah. eerie enough it's just and then there's like flakes of like the ceiling falling mm -hmm. down into his wine and but they never show the chandelier like it's, it's yep yep it's just, if you look closely it's just it's still but there you, you hear it you know yep. it's a but yep. they su they suggest the noises by uh, with the, uh, the 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 meat in the oven, you know that's, yep. that sloppy wet sound, the disgusting oh, sound, and then yep. the uh, the oven timer dinging, which they connect later on. It's yes, a, just a, a, a pretty, it's like a minute and a half sequence. It's pretty short, I think, but it's it's maybe less beautiful. than that. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I gotta say, like 
for the dream sequences, sometimes the audio is the MVP of those dream sequences. There's such weird shit going on. And, and just like just there, uh, just to like below the surface that registers with you to make you like feel uncomfortable. Like David Chase really, really nails those dream sequences. Yep. Yeah, we, 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 always, we always shout out, you know, the art department. Yeah. Right. Shout out to the Foley artists, bro. Zansky. Zansky. You're the, yeah, you're the real MVP, Foley artists. <laughs> I just, for anybody listening who uh, has never watched The Sopranos with headphones before, I highly recommend it. I mean, any TV show or movie you like in general, you should do that with. I think yeah. you, you're just exposed to details in the background that you're not uh, usually used to looking for. And especially if you combine that with subtitles, there's like stuff in the background that is being said that you didn't really know. But this works really mm. well with The Wire. The Wire mm. in particular is oh, really good with, with sure. this combination of things, with the headphones and the subtitles. But The Sopranos, yeah. too. It's... Uh, it's just, yeah, but hearing the, just the sound design is just magnificent. It's a different yeah. experience, for yeah. sure. So Tony learns about Gloria's suicide, and he is furious with Melfi that she didn't tell him. And we get a we get a great scene in Melfi's office here. Uh, he gets in her face. Uh, he's mad that Melfi didn't help her. He's mad that he wasn't able to help her. Um, you know, ultimately, he wants to know why she did it. Uh, and, and, you know, Melfi can't really answer that for him, not out of a, out of a privacy concern, but just, you know, she said she slipped through the cracks. Um, what percent do you guys think Tony was culpable here? (laughs) If you had to put a percentage, like, what do you think are the odds like that? He was like the, the lion's share of the percentage that she killed herself. I mean, she she, she complained in the past about other guys that well she she had a previous suicide attempt yeah right 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 which Um, we learned in season three so so that gives us some doubt you know so i guess it's not 100 percent tony yeah zero percent so yeah that's a good question i really don't know (laughs) well i don't know is he the straw that broke the camel's back like that's like like we don't don't know what she did like you know romantically after they Mm -hmm. broke up Mm -hmm. he seems to think that he is so it's but Tony, like, but Tony he, would, of course, he would assume that, yeah, right, <laughs> because right. Tony well, thinks because, he's the center of everything. Well, true, but right. is that because like the timeline? Like, I'm not, I don't know what the timeline is. Like, you know, how yeah. soon after is this? Um, I think it's it's know, like a year and a half later, something uh, like a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, a year. Oh, well then, okay, then I don't then. Then it might not be him. <laughs> maybe not quite yeah. a year and a half, maybe but not. yeah. So so he she could have been with somebody else. We don't know. Right. Um, but, but Tony obviously thinks of him himself as, you know, the last lover she had, uh, and, and is quick to sort of like take on the culpability because, I mean, I guess in a way that's what depression is, right? Like you're just, you're thinking you're sort of the center of so much pain in the world. Right. <laughs> and, and I mean, fairly Tony is. <laughs> do we get, do we get yeah. any clues from Melfi that like, um, she, you know, she might blame him in a way. Probably not. No, she plays it. She, her yeah. poker face is pretty good. In this she's a scene. pro. She's a pro. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But you know, she would. She. It would be quite unlike her to be like, yeah, you know, like you were the last one she dated. So <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great therapist. Well, you know, I know she didn't really date anybody for the last year and a half. Well, it's funny because um, like well, he <laughs> Go ahead. She Charles. is very she is very like, you know, in that last scene between them, like, you know, she is very like quick to say like usury is your MO is in right. your yeah. profession. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um which I thought was very unprofessional. Uh, <laughs> but at this Maybe. point, four no, years mean, into, I mean, four plus years into their quick. relationship, like they have that sort of rapport where where she can yeah. she can call him, you know, she can't go yeah. all the way. Uh, yeah. She never comes out and says it, but like she she can call him on some shit. But yeah, yeah, I mean, out it's funny because out of all the deaths that Tony is clearly responsible for, like this is the one that trips him up, and this is the one that that you know, Melfi <laughs> ends up being like threatened. I mean, he gets in her face and other points in the series, but like, you know, he really fucking like comes at her. Like, why didn't you help her? You know? And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just a great moment between Melfi and Tony. 
also he's, he's and like, how does tony how does tony uh you know make up for it or whatever he just donates some money to a suicide hotline no, oh, that's his yeah that's his just it's always with tony you know he just washes his hands of it gives somebody fifty thousand dollars or whatever and then he, he has his his cleansed conscience and he moves on you know 100 yeah, percent. that's tony yeah. for you. and that so fits with the season because at the top of the season i told you guys the season's all about fucking money it's all about the bottom line and that's mm-hmm. in every storyline in this episode with you know wealth and discrepancies in wealth and uh yeah, we'll get there. But yep. but so yeah, we talked about the dream sequence. That dream sequence, you know, uh Tony wakes up and cousin Brian's there with insurance papers to sign. Last we heard, Tony wasn't gonna sign the life insurance papers. And even Carm seems surprised that that he's there to like take care of this. So do you guys think that Gloria's death, like it's it's one and one, like draw a straight line like this is yeah, cause why he, cause tony was, decided to do this for Carmen. yeah because he because he was wasted the night before and that's when he called brian so <laughs> that's what that's so what they right, that's what yeah. she yeah so i think you know he was like he's like on his like uh redemption tour you know yeah he's like mm-hmm. trying to help all these people yeah. in his life financially mm-hmm. so that they tell you know it's a little like especially Brian, when he's like, "Oh, you're a really great guy." It's a little over the top. Typically, that's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's see, that's uh, all that's very on the nose. But that's exactly what Tony's looking nose, for. But that's what he wants. That's what he craves. Like he wants people to be like, "You're the best." And and like that's exactly what he does. He's he's doing like the the tour, trying to get people to tell him what a great guy he is because it's very right. important in Tony's mind. Like he knows all the terrible shit he does, but he thinks. Uh, he tricks himself and get, into thinking and that, get, that he's a good and guy. Gets, and it gets called out by Melfi in this episode. Yes. And then eventually it gets called out by Artie. Right. Um, right. I also love like the, the, uh, the oven timer ding from his dream. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's yeah. no other show where like just these simple sort of audio or visual cues can put you right in the head of a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hear that ding that he just heard in his dream with uh with gloria making whatever in the oven for him and then that look on his in his face you know yeah yeah yeah. and 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 that connects like gloria to carmella carmella is cooking something and and you hear that ding and then that's why he did he made like the he signed the papers right Uh, so then yeah you're right he goes on this tour trying to get people to tell him what a great guy is he takes janice to dinner buys her the expensive wine she wants Billy Joel concert. Oh, Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. Bottle oh, baby. James, um, how do you feel about Billy Joel? You you a fan of Billy? Although uh, that's a good song. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Right. I'm, not a, I'm not a Billy Joel. Not a big Billy guy? <laughs> Get the fuck I don't off. dislike him. I'm Get just off. not pro. I'm not pro Billy. I'm, I'm neutral on Billy. Okay. That's fair. fair. But that's, that's fair. a good song. You admit it. Right. <laughs> you admit. Yeah. You admit that's most a of songs. Yeah, I mean, any song used in The Sopranos is pretty much a masterpiece, I would say. Yeah. In the, it is a couple of exceptions, but the, mm-hmm. for the most part. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and, then, and then one of the things he does to try to convince himself that he's a good guy is he ultimately provides the startup money that Artie needs for his Armagnac. So let's, let's yeah. get into that sort of storyline. Uh, Artie- Charmaine, ha- yeah. is she French? Not remotely. <laughs> <laughs> great delivery great delivery mm-hmm. so ventimiglia kills it oh. here and i i gotta think that like imperioli was like i just want to write a great johnny v episode uh and he did um oh yeah Artie has a new hostess lod uh first of all does he fall in love with every goddamn waitress that or hostess that he has in the restaurant because yes. first it's aid <laughs> yeah yeah then right. it's lod and then ultimately it's martina Yep. Right, who he gets in the beef with Benny about in season six. Yep. Yep. Artie, yeah. come on, man. Be uh, uh, so too, the way he touches LOD's ear and <laughs> when he grabs Adriana's hand. Like he's just, he's just I just cringe. I want to leap out of my skin when I watch Artie oh. scenes with, with women, you know. Oh, Which is man. a testament yeah, to crazy. Johnny V as a, as an actor, because he yeah. fucking <laughs> true. He leans into it big time and he fucking nails it. He's just yeah. like a walking midlife crisis mascot. <laughs> the <laughs> earring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> earring. Um, so Elodie's brother needs some startup cash for this, this Armagnac, which is the new vodka. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but, um, yeah, it's a very hot. Yeah. 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 Really caught on. 
really there's this on. kind of interesting <laughs> scene with uh with Artie and Ralphie because and it's interesting because Artie f- first of all I we don't know if Ralphie is the only one is the first and, and only one he had gone to at that point uh I have to think like he may have gone to some of the the like guys who have been around Jersey for longer than Ralphie you know, because Ralphie had been in Florida, I guess, for the previous part of the series before season three when he came in. But like, you know, Ralphie has this sort of rare moment of benevolence where he's like, you know, what, I can't do it <laughs> where he's not like where he's not like Tony. Right. He's he's actually yeah. in stark contrast to Tony where he's where he's like, I can't lend you the money because I'm not going <clears> to <throat> be able to collect if if you don't make the payment. I can't I can't hurt you if you don't make the payments to me. Is that, is that benevolence though? It almost seems like inverted malevolence. It seems almost like he wants to do bad things. Right. Oh, well, but he's prevented though. You know, it's like, it's so weird. It's a weird yeah, this won't be, for him, but this like, won't be fun enough. Yeah, this won't be fun <laughs> enough for me. I think he also like, just knows like this, does, this doesn't smell right. Like he yes. thinks he can tell, I think he can tell that he's lying. That already's lying, yeah. It's also, it shows that, cause he, he says say. it's, yeah. what does he say it's for? He says it's for what? The restaurant. For, like the, the, restaurant. Uh, the, ki- yeah. the kitchen. He's like like doing like restoration to the kitchen or something. <laughs> I mean, it, sh- it kind of shows the like the juxtaposition between um, how much smarter actually Ralphie is with all his flaws and how fucking. Oh, cool yeah. He he's led by his wallet. And like Tony obviously is to some extent, but Tony is so blinded by wanting people to think he's a great guy, which Ralphie doesn't give a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> true right. yeah that's not the motivation for him telling uh Artie no here he doesn't want to like he there's no way there's no way in hell that ralphie has a friend from childhood like Artie. you know yeah. like he just mm-hmm. doesn't have anyone close enough to him yeah. to ever even feel you know what tony feels when he agrees to give him the loan so mm-hmm. so uh when he says i'm not going to be able to hurt you you guys, in your guys' mind, it's clear that it's because Artie is Tony's oldest friend, not because Ralphie himself has any affinity for Artie, right? Like he's. Oh no, yeah, no. yeah. Cross my mind. <laughs> no, no. That would even be a, be a reason, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so ultimately, Tony offers uh, Artie the fifty k at one point five points a week, which is uh, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. Um, which is less than than. Uh, Ralphie probably would have offered him, but uh, do you think when in that moment is Tony really trying to be a good guy when he ultimately like gives Artie the fifty k, or or does he, as Artie surmises towards the end of the episode, uh, seeing down the line and seeing like, hey, worst case scenario, I eat for free. What do you, in that moment? What do you think he's thinking? Look at the tab he has run up with Artie. Like mm. he absolutely uses Artie. So even well, yeah. though they are close, and even though like I I generally do think that Tony cares about Artie, I do think that in his mind, like he has mafia brain. Like, mm. and I'm sure like it it's it crosses his mind. I mean, they say it like whether it was subconscious or not. You know, he, well, he saw an opportunity. Know, you know, uh, when he's talking with Melfi, he he mentions how she uh, he's like. Uh, He's talking, he's recounting his conversation with Artie, how he right. called him an animal or a hawk, you know, and he's mm. like, is that what I am, some kind of animal? But Tony himself referred to himself as that in the, the, the frog and the scorpion reference in yep. the bus step. Yeah. He was talking yep. to Scatino. He, yeah. like, he, he's okay with that. Like, again, right. Tony he fucking surprised. But, but he, he is an animal, like, completely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I agree. And I, and I think, like, the, there's such, there's not a lot of difference, really, between scatino and artie i mean obviously tony and artie are mm-hmm. closer but they they introed that storyline with david scatino i think for a reason like they knew that things were going to go south with scatino and they didn't want to write johnny v off the show so they didn't give him that storyline but like <laughs> this is this is sort of as close as it comes where he's like borrowing money from tony and tony is just natural his brain just works that way and, and artie knows that but he still cannot like stop himself from going forward with it because when Jean-Philippe ultimately can't fucking pay him the money, Artie's shit out of luck and he tries to fucking Gets commit say, suicide. Instant machine broken. Right. Uh, I mean, it's hard to watch Jean-Philippe like hand like Artie yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Really hard. Totally just dispose of him. And I mean, classic... Uh, the, 
like one of the most beloved like fan favorite moments for Artie is is him in front of the mirror like you froggy oh, facha you gats you know yeah oh yeah <clears throat> but I'll also point out I like how they uh how really highlighted the earring like all <laughs> yeah that that earring was, was popping and then oh lit, yeah <laughs> hey a little, he, a little foreshadowing didn't, didn't he get it when he was trying to court aid like yeah, yeah. so yeah. it it's it's a great symbol of his fucking, you know, his, his bullshit when yeah. he should just be happily married with a good woman. Like, I mean, right. 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 Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a few weeks away from an earring. So, um. <laughs> well, are yeah. they, are they separated? Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Artie and, yeah, and separated. Uh, Charmaine are yes. separated at this point. Yeah. Or even divorced, but they run the restaurant together. Oh, no, they're not divorced. Cause they get back together. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, just yeah, there, there was probably, a point where Charmaine hires like, like a divorce lawyer to go through right. with it, but I guess ultimately it doesn't right. happen. But uh, right. yeah, nobody yeah. gets divorced in the show. Come on. So, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, so Tony's out with uh, some broad uh, when, when he gets the call from Artie. Oh, it's the Icelandic air girl again. That's the Reykjavik. Uh, yeah, all she yeah. does is uh, spout facts about random shit. P's and Q's and Iceland. It's all she's, just full fountain of knowledge. It's all she is. Yeah, <laughs> not one of the more memorable gumas of, of Tony's. But uh, but yeah, so he gets the call. Um, what, do you guys remember watching this episode for the first time? Did, did you think Artie was, this was like the end of Artie here? Yes, I do. I vividly, I actually vividly remember um before that, I thought Artie was going to kill Jean-Philippe. So when it takes that turn where he beats the shit out of him, because I was like, oh, he's going to kill Jean-Philippe, and then he's going to have to call Tony and be like, I, I, not only do I not have your money, but I <laughs> fucking killed this guy now. Like, you have to help me. And then it turns, and obviously, then he gets the shit beat out of him because he's like the, the biggest puss. But uh, it would have yeah, been a great I, like I, running thing if if uh, every like law abi- law abiding <laughs> character uh, who had a relationship with Tony just ultimately like killed like killed somebody and had to have Tony covered up. Uh, Why do all these people keep killing people and I have to clean it up? Um, but but yeah, I I thought it did seem headed it. yeah had it seem headed that direction mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah yeah. Uh, Tony rushes to the hospital and then we get that great scene with them um, where at first he's very compassionate, right? He's, he's sort of like, you know, affected by Artie's suicide attempt. And then the second Artie calls him out on his behavior, which as you said, James, like Tony has already acknowledged earlier in the series, he's aware of it, uh, but he doesn't like to. That's why he lashes out. Yeah. He lashes out when people tell him who he is. That's oh, he, he's yeah. like right. kind of like Walter Walter White in that way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yes. very much so. Yeah. And it, I mean, unless you know, Mel- Melfi kind of gave it to him a few times, and yeah, he like you know, bitched yeah, and owned about it, but but you know, he he didn't like take any um, sort of vindictive action and this and this and that. Uh, but you know, I think ultimately he ends up like severing ties with Artie saying like you're a fucking suicide uh you know he makes up some story in like a split second about how what Artie could tell people so that tony soprano is not connected to his suicide attempt right like that's very important to him right um uh yeah and and i guess it works because it never comes up again but uh but yeah i mean that's that's basically that so Let's let's talk about AJ. Never and things thing, things are never the same between the two of them after this. Yeah, you right. Know? Um, I I mean they they sort of resume sort of some sort of normalcy. I think he he ends up. Um, oh, I guess yeah, that's true. That's true. Inviting owners and pizza. It's, I guess it's it's. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the another super nacho. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess they, they hang out again when when Tony's like Tony and Karma are, are separated. They're they're close again. Yeah, he, but, uh, he but I guess it's the Benny thing that then like becomes yeah. a thing. So let's. Uh, by the way, before before we before we move on to the ne- the next uh, plot line, there's sure. something we we there's a, one of the worst continuity uh, uh, parts in the entire series is in oh, this fun. episode when uh, Artie and Charmaine are in the kitchen. I think it's after the first scene. Uh, where we see them and uh, you know there are your Charmaine doing her Charmaine thing there's a huge sign in the back I don't know if you guys remember these these old choking victim 
signs from oh, uh, yes. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Up in every every restaurant in New York had these in the late nineties, early two thousands. I have one here for my pizza shit. It's just a joke. But James anyway, is holding I love that. I love James it. is holding yeah. it up right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is terrible pot. I know. No, this it's is a, great. It's a choking victim. <laughs> it's a, it has a big fish, an outline of a fish on it. So if you go back and watch this scene, you'll see this big like twenty by thirty poster in the background, colorful. It's the only thing with color in the entire shot. And then midway through the scene, disappears, just vanishes off the wall. And clearly, like, they, they start, they filmed one or two takes, realized, holy shit, that sign is really, really distracting. Let's get it right, out of there. Right. But then they had to use one of their own takes. Because <laughs> uh, then later, when Artie gives the money to Jean-Philippe, the sign, there's a nice close-up of that wall. You don't see it at all. So oh if you want to look God. for some egregious continuity errors, check out that scene. Yeah. Never Art know. department, you're, yo. You're on notice, motherfucker. Yo, that was that Zansky. Shit, that was, uh, that was, uh, no, well, that wasn't Zansky. That was Zansky, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. <laughs> great call. That ain't, no, that ain't Zinsky. Um, but so okay, so uh, moving on to AJ's storyline, what do you guys think of this like little C storyline? Because so many I people hate it. It's one of my least favorite storylines about, story about yeah, AJ's storylines. Yeah, <laughs> like AJ is at his best when he's funny. Like mm. I don't care. I don't give a shit about like giving him like. Short of like earlier on the series where they're like doing the whole like military academy thing, like mm. I, I love that shit. But for the most part, like I, he's just funny. Like I want like funny shit with him. Yeah. And this 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 whole storyline, like also he's so he's less rich than fucking Devin. Like I don't give a shit. Like I really don't. Yeah. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. And like the teenage dialogue, we don't have to go into like is <laughs> fucking bad. Like, Masterfully actual- delivered by Paul Dano though. <laughs> Yo, hey, shout out Paul Dano. The like, what a fantastic actor he turned into. Yeah. But like, uh, the things that they do that the teenagers do in this episode are very authentic. Like the driving yes. to like, uh, like get hopping in like the car together and like going to Setrials and like trying to like, to, like trying to find like, a strip like, club the and they end up at the yeah. pork yeah. store. And then him like out of it. Yeah, right. And then like hit, and then him going into the city to like try to get laid, like at, at like at Meadows' apartment, like, shit like that. Like, like that seems that seems you, you go weird. to your sister. Yeah, I to, think that to, seemed weird to, to me. Ask if you could fuck in her dorm. I don't she, think you remember too... how important that was back then. Yeah, but sure, I would have tried to like too nice to him. It. She was like. Are you fucking kidding? Like, you know, I would have been like, are you fucking kidding? I mean, they're they're also rich. So like, yeah, why why wouldn't they just get a hotel room? <laughs> yeah. I, I right, think yeah, I yeah. think what they were trying to do with this storyline, I mean, obviously like discrepancies in wealth is is a theme in this season. Um sure. Tony Soprano is looked at as this like glamorized sort of like he's living life, but ultimately he's he's making fucking nothing compared to some of these uh fucking you know legacy uh, like american industries i i don't know if devin pillsbury is an heir to the pillsbury baking company or whatever the fuck i think I mean, they, they chose that last name for a reason I feel right like, like you know she but she's got like the compound her family's got like the guards at the gate which everybody thought tony or uh, aj would have had at his house because of Godfather two, where the scene where the house gets shot up, like she's got all that. And I think they do it a little bit more effectively in season six's uh, luxury lounge where uh, Chris and, and little Carmine go out to California and Chris sort of gets the sense that, Oh fuck. Ben Kingsley is getting all the shit for free. All the fanciest stuff for the people that least need it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're sort of illustrating that same point that they do in this episode to better effect, I think later on, but, but yeah, I mean, like when AJ is embarrassed about uh, the Yadro statue that, that Carmela brags about being $3,000. Meanwhile, Devin Pillsbury's dad collects original picassos <laughs> like right. that's I, I think they're illustrating and then the fi- actually the final scene of the episode is 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 uh paul dano saying to aj you know why doesn't your dad have that don corleone money and aj's just yeah. like i don't know like i, I i've been to that and- um the the place where, where devin lives i've been there at, at a wedding what? my my cousin have you really my co- yeah my, my cousin is stupid stupid rich like <laughs> 
like fucking annoyingly rich, like hundreds of millions. And it's, it's very frustrating. So anyway, so 10 years ago, <laughs> they had to have the big mansion wedding. And uh, sure enough, that little Bo Peep house is the gate out front. And then mm. when you drive in, there's this huge lake, well, huge, medium-sized lake that you kind of drive around. They didn't show that in the show. Mm. Um, and then you pull up and that's, yeah, they have the entrance there and everything. And that's the, the living room where they're sitting is, was where like all the hors d'oeuvres were and stuff. It's a, it's a crazy house, but then it's just like, the fuck like how much money do people really need <laughs> like it's like it's sick it really it's, it's so like it's like so it's not a functional house it's just used for events and shoots and things yeah, like that well, uh, i learned down uh, pleasant dale chateau it's in west orange and uh that's uh yeah they they it's in law and order it's in a whole bunch of stuff um i had i went there before i ever watched the sopranos i never watched the sopranos when i was on mm-hmm. live i didn't get into it until about seven or eight years ago but when i was watching th- this episode and all of a sudden i saw the Bo Peep house. I was like, that house looks really familiar. And then there. boom, they, they cut to the, the wide shot of the front. I was like, oh shit, I've been there. That's, That's cool. fucking great. Oh my God. That's funny. Uh, how funny. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, end of the episode, AJ says, I don't know what, why he, his dad doesn't have that, that money. And that's, that's sort of that, like, it doesn't pay to be, it doesn't pay like it used to, to be in the mob, I guess. That's the point. I don't know. But yeah, the Wall Street money is just, it's so grand uh, compared to like $3,000 for is nothing. That's, 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 yeah. a, that's a, a light dinner, you know. Mean, uh, for, meanwhile, for his, his kind of father's money. fucking murdering yeah. people and like ruining right. families and lives <laughs> to get less money than whatever the fuck Devin Pillsbury's dad does. So, right. uh, so yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's the app. Any other, uh, any other thoughts, comments about the app before we get into fucking internet? Oh. But whose basement are they in in the beginning and the end? Is that that's not, that's not the Sopranos? I guess basement, I right? it was like Paul Dano or Matt, like or like Matt Testa, or whatever. Yeah, Matt. yeah. I, I assume it was like one of those guys, like his dude friends. Yeah. Sopranos basement from certain angles. You know, when they walk down, Tony does his meetings. I don't know if there was like another part of it where there's like where it's furnished or something. I don't know. I mean, especially not this important. season, I started to notice where they recycled sets. I mean, Furio's little house in Nutley being oh, yeah. being the most where it's like clearly part of like Melfi's waiting room is his house like i think they just reuse uh standing yeah, oh really Devin, watch that. it definitely is a set wherever yeah, this basement it's, it's is de- yeah it's definitely at, <laughs> it's uh, definitely culver uh, i mean yeah. not culver what i said culver culver's yeah. uh, you lived in la for too long <laughs> dude what the fuck? yeah um all right well good app i guess i i i guess the one thing we didn't touch on was like the furio carm carm stuff but and eh, we don't they, I guess they it, just touch on it, it. gets it gets more heated uh, later on, so we, we don't have to get to I mean, it, but, uh, you could you could talk building. about this entire season without really talking about the storyline because it's a storyline where the point is nothing happens, right? It's a right. it's like the cold the cold affair. Like <laughs> like yeah. but yeah. but yeah, there's there's moments with, with Carm and, and Furio in this episode. Um by the by the way, I, I do I remember now the scene where they're out at dinner at like after the Billy concert. So Brian's wearing his like you know new like beautiful suit he got from Patsy. Mm. Tony has a nice suit on. What the fuck? Fury's wearing like a velour fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, suit. yeah. The fuck? Like what? what? Come on, come on. Like I like I I know you don't have as much money as these other two, but like I, don't like wear a tie or something. Like what the fuck? Like I guess. <laughs> Well, because Tony's not. Looks like he's like going. He looks like he's going to the fucking bakery. Like he looks like he's running errands. If you're gonna go to a concert, I would not wear a fucking suit. I'll tell you that. I (laughs) guess. Yeah, but but they're probably like in the suite or something. Like. Yeah, but I guess it's just to show that like Brian like fucking had to wear it. You know, like he felt had to fucking Mm -hmm. put it on in front of. And Tony's older, so like he, you know, he. That's how he dresses right. to go to a concert. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Billy G- There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. 
Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Old concert. Um, all right. Well, then let's, uh, we get to move on to fucking internet. Let's do a fucking internet. Fucking internet. We putting the sound bite in? <laughs> yeah, I have to now. Yeah. We requested, so I have to every week now. <laughs> fucking internet. All right. So this is a segment where we source questions, comments from the internet. Uh, this one from Reddit user Broner123 says, mm. question about season four, episode six, everybody hurts. I'm watching The Sopranos for the first time and was wondering no, when Artie time. loans the 50K to Jean-Philippe, was Jean's Armagnac deal a scam or was it a legitimate business deal that didn't work? I out? thought the same thing. I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think they would be so stupid as to pull a scam on the mob. That's, that's, it just seems so irresponsible that I can't imagine a person would do that, but people have made stupid decisions. But uh, yeah, I, I, that thought has crossed my mind too. Right. I, I think it's somewhere in between. Jean-Philippe knew it wasn't such a sure thing. Like he made it out to Artie mm. and his sister also knew that. And that's why she was being so flirty with him. You know, they, they wanted to like grease him. So they made sure that he definitely gave them the money. Right. But I do think the money was spent. Like, you know, I don't think John Philippe just pocketed 50k and was like, well, sorry, spends on what is the question? Sorry, I have to, I have to buy, um, you know, my French things. <laughs> sorry, buddy. French things. Yeah. yeah. Although it's, it is like he, like the, the, w- there was an understanding that he was going to pay it back. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, but there's no contract they were supposed to make like, it. So you go. Yeah. No. But then like, he was like, well, and then he made it out to seem like, you know, it's an investment and you just lost your money. Um, that seems a little stupid though on his part. Like how you're, how are you not going to, you know, like someone's going to get, come back and be pissed, you know, no matter who they are. The question is, I, I, I guess how much do LOD and Jean-Philippe know that Marty had, uh, Marty already has ties to the mob, right? Cause he's not in the, he mentions it. He mentions it. He mentions it a little bit to Jean-Philippe, you know, these people that I know, Right. Yeah. Right. What does he say? He says something. So, so LOD probably you. said like, my boss already knows guys who fucking have money to burn, and and they're they're probably outside the legal sector, <laughs> and so they they <laughs> yeah. get us. They get it. They have a sense that it's like mob connected, right? Uh, so yes. I guess I mean maybe. Yeah, you're right, James. I think they probably wouldn't. Just the two, if it's the two of them, brother, sister, sort of like this with this like grift sort of thing, they probably wouldn't go against the mob if they realized that Artie had mob ties. I don't but know. But then the tone is so weird when, when, when John Philippe comes to pick up the money, it's that super, super dramatic shot, you know, where they, they rack focus between Artie and her in the background. She's all, she's like taking clothespins off, like she's frozen in place. And they rack focus and the camera spins around. They show Charmaine. She yells at something about, yeah. but like, it's, it's so melodramatic. Yeah. It, it's like, it yeah. seems it's cool. Though. It's cool. Various going on. Right. It is. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like you, they, they want you to be like, Oh, okay. Artie. All right. Like, <laughs> like, oh, shit. look at this playboy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. They, I think they, they did that with uh, a lot of intentionality in that scene, but like, you know, ultimately Artie's a fucking nobody, which makes it like that much more. I remember watching um, this, the episode where, uh, where Artie gets in the beef with Benny Fazio and you're like, this is just going to be a fucking repeat of Artie getting his ass beat. Um, getting his hand put in the fucking Mariner. <laughs> right. But then he ends up beating the shit out of Benny Fazio, which was like the yeah. oh shit moment in that episode. Right. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, this one from user, Champagne Parse 25. Uh, on a rewatch of Everybody Hurts, I was thinking about how easily Tony resolved Artie's debt problem in this episode. It got me thinking, what if Artie had been more of a douche? Uh, maybe in this scenario, there's no Jean-Philippe and rather Artie asks Tony for a loan and decides not to pay it back or drags his feet on paying him back. Realistically, what could Tony do? 
Um, in the actual episode, he makes it a point to hide his involvement in Artie's dilemma. He wouldn't clip Artie, even roughing him up would point back to, to Tony. And let's say he wasn't doing it to be a scumbag and he legitimately couldn't pay him back. I feel like the same would still apply. Uh, so I guess the question is, what would Tony do if Artie just refused to pay to pay Tony back? At that point, like, could he lean on the friendship and and just be like, "Hey, wipe my tab," or or would he would it be more of a Davy Scatino type scenario? What do you guys think? Would would he ultimately do what he did to Sc- no. Davy Scatino to Artie? No, no, no. no. You don't think so? They're closer, clear. No, they're they're closer, but they're also money's money. Fifty k, maybe, 50K. You, maybe he, would he would take. He would run Vesuvio into the ground, like what he did to the sporting goods store. I don't think so. I mean, look, when they're doing the uh, the the meeting with uh, Chris, or when they're making him as a made guy, hmm. you know, Tony says that like, this comes before your kids, comes before your wife, comes before everything. So why wouldn't it come before your childhood best friend too? It's just it's just it's business. You know? That's a That's solid point. point. That's a good point. Uh, I would yeah. think he would probably just be like, I'm going to like take uh, take um, all the money from party, you know, your restaurant, like, right. you know, like uh, every day, like a part, a part amount and just, you know, yeah. until you there, there would probably be some like workarounds. That. I mean, there's there's a million different yeah. scams. Tony tries to get Artie involved in with the restaurant, whether right. it's like with the sauce hey, and like the all the sauce that, yeah. and like, hey, you, you have some oh, like chef chef's whites you need washed every week i could have my cousin at the laundromat Vesuvio. <laughs> you know, you you know, suck out right. the stains <laughs> suck out yeah, stains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that we, we skipped over that part also the, those true. are two of my favorite lines back to back when ralphie says that so he says the yeah. medium rare medium well that joke top notch yeah. joke great oh, yeah. chef joke and then boom immediately pivoting to making fun of Vito with the uh <laughs> sucking out the stains it's just, it's just boom boom one two i love that i love yes. it. the little oh my god uh, little uh yeah very let's, nice let's move little on three, to three stooges action uh this one from a uh friend of the pod noah o uh he writes Shouts in hey noah. fellas um Comment with a question. One of my favorite moments in the entire series is when Furio goes to collect from Jean-Philippe for stiffing Artie. Watching him stand at the door with no expression is amazing. Not exactly sure what happens to Mr. Almanac, but this is something I'd rather know and would have liked to see play out. More so than even what happens with the Russian. Maybe it's how much I despise the froggy and Facha de Gats. Maybe I like the damage that Furio can inflict. Am I going too far with that? Is it wrong to want to see this play out, especially more than wa- uh, watching the Russian angle play out? Nope. Nope. It's not wrong. It's, it's very frustrating to not see. And, and, and again, going back to what we said earlier, when anything, anytime anything is not resolved, it's a little frustrating, you know, and this is sure. you know, whether you're talking about the grenade, whether you're talking about the Russian, yep. is, you know, who, who slashed glorious tires. I mean, there's a million of these in the show. Right. Too many. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not wrong to think that, like, think that you can't, uh, you know, you want to see it. Yeah, but sure. that, but that's why it's so great. You know, you can, you can hey, make up uh, what happens in your mind. You right. know, that's 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 my thing. So I think this moment is so uh, big for you, uh, Noah. Oh, because because we don't see it. If we had seen it, yes. it would have ultimately mm. been like. Okay, that's great. Yeah, we've seen Furio yeah. beat fucking the shit out of people. Yeah, many times. Shoot them in the kneecaps and the right. yeah, and fucking because this is this is left them. to your imagination. You're you're yeah. thinking like this is the best scene that we didn't get to see. Uh, also, because I fucking hate Jean Philippe, like the way he treated right. Artie, this and that. You want to see him get his ass handed to him, uh, but it couldn't ever satisfy. <laughs> what you have in your own head to what happens to Jean Philippe. Because uh, what's the, yeah. you know, what's the answer to the question? Like what happens right. next? Oh, we, right. we know. So it's like, oh, you don't need know. to share. Yeah. I mean, that, that mon- that, the debt is paid. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere or another. At some point. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I mean, some, did, did, did Furio kill Jean Philippe? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, I don't, we, we I don't, don't think we he don't ever him, see Ella. We don't ever, we don't ever see LOD again. <laughs> We I know that, that would be ultimately a, there's a new hostess, a with Martina. Um, right, uh, right. <laughs> that would be a yeah. thing with Artie if uh, like LOD would be like, 
have you seen my brother? Like, we have, where is my brother? Uh, like, right. Change um, the fucking also, napkins, Elodie. <laughs> also, <laughs> did you have a yeah, chance to play the CD that I gave you? It's for the PA. Hola. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think uh, you're wrong for wanting to see that. But I do think sure. if you saw it, it, it wouldn't be as satisfying as what you have in your own head. No, oh. for sure. Um, for sure. Uh, and this last one uh, uh, from user strong hyphen scene eight three five six on Reddit: characters that never met each other, characters that should have shared screen time together but didn't. Just imagine a conversation between Ralphie, Tony B, and Mikey Palmis. Oof, Maron. Do you mm. guys have any characters <laughs> that uh, never never had significant uh, screen time together in the series that you would have liked to have seen? I've got um, a weird one for you. Uh, yeah? Carmela's mother. She's in a whole bunch of scenes with Tony, and not once, and I've looked, not once do they ever exchange words together. You know, the mother will talk, <laughs> she'll talk about Tony in the same room, and Tony will talk about her. I don't. They'll refer to each other and stuff, but there's never not a single time in the entire series where they actually interact with each other, which is really interesting. They'll talk huh. to Hugh. Tony will talk to Hugh. Right. While the wife is sitting right there and no nothing. It's just it's a, an oh, interesting wow. uh, detail. That's, a, I, yeah. that's really interesting. I never thought about that. It's it's a it's a good writing touch because she like uh, you know as we find out she always wanted Carmen to marry somebody else who's not in the yeah, mafia. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a that's great call. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's funny. You can only imagine that they both hate each other. I mean, I'm yes. sure like... like yes, 100%. 100%. I'm sure like she makes comments that he hates and he's just like, oh God, this is another mother around. Like, I don't yeah. I don't want, you know, I don't want to talk to her. But <laughs> yeah, yeah Tony, like, uh, Tony's own experience great. with mothers is not great. So he's not eager yeah. to take on another one. This uh, is yeah. true. That's that's interesting. What about mm. you guys? Uh, I, I, You... You told us this uh, uh, like uh, like twenty minutes ago, and I briefly thought about it. I I, I guess for some reason the two that first came to mind were um, Melfi and Meadow, um, just because yeah. I find them to be um, have very similar relationships with Tony, mm. and I think like their interaction would be interesting to me. That's sure. interesting. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I think like Meadow sort of calls Tony on his bullshit when she can right. mm -hmm. um but but she also has tony's best interest in mind like melfi so yeah, yeah that that would have been she, that would have been and great. they both have and they both have sort of like this like more distinguished thing about them mm -hmm. like they're mm -hmm. both very intelligent and like book smart and even so that came to mind uh, and then to counter that a funny one is uh <laughs> Artie, Artie and Carmine Lupertazzi. <laughs> Could you just see the two of them like stuffing in funny. their mouths and just like complaining about something? Like, yeah. just like a little cutaway of the two of them just like bitching and moaning about like paying taxes. Barely communicate. Neither of them can understand the other with mouthfuls of food. Yeah, that's uh, that would be great. Uh, I would say, uh, hold on. First of all, do you guys realize that Christopher and Junior never interacted? The entire what? series, Christopher and Junior. There's no interaction. Really? Yeah, How's no that interaction. Possible? Are they, you sure? They were they were present in like a couple of the same scenes, maybe like two or three at most. You're but you're thinking of Tony and Carmela's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I get Carmela's mom, except wow. with Junior. Often. That's crazy. But never but, but think about bizarre. it. There's there's That's never bizarre. like Christopher's never over Junior's house. Like, where would they have interacted? Like, they in the first season yeah. with the comedy trucking storyline and, and Brendan and, and this and that, they they butt heads like indirectly, but there's never um, a scene between Christopher and, and Junior. That is a funny thing because like it's it, it's a similar thing to like James's choice because it's two people that also like really probably don't <laughs> yeah. like each other. Right. You know, like right. like yeah. uh, June calls him like the Multisanti kid. And, yeah, like, right. Thinks. And mm. th thinks he's like a scumbag, right? So, oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> there, I would have loved like a like a storyline that forced Junior and Christopher to sort of interact somehow. I don't know what that would have been, but um, but yeah, that that's that never happened. <laughs> I mean, the two of them got like Which is some crazy. of the best lines in the show, so yeah. you could only imagine if they could have. Right. I mean, Paulie and Junior barely barely have any interaction. 
Um, yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, well, Jelly like Jr. stuck in his house for so much of the show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, true. I guess that's, that's, that's part of the reason, but. Spells, you wow. got one? Um, no. Oh, God, I'm just spells. trying, I'm just trying to think of like. Are you looking joke- up the cast list right no, now? I'm just like trying to think of the jokiest answer in my head right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that James was just like whip smart with like the, like a really quick, great answer. And like, I don't, Golius did not tell him the question before. Like he told me. That's true. So like, that was awesome. Uh, maybe you want to host this podcast. James, of me. You're our new host, man. Yeah. You're, <laughs> like, the, you're the new guy. Yeah. I'm just sitting here going, man, Zelmi <laughs> meets. Uh, oh, no, oh, I have one more while Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah there you go. Considers this. Uh, what about Noah's dad and JD Dolan? Because oh, he's supposed to represent Tim Daly. You know, you look exactly like Tim Daly. You look exactly like my client, Tim Daly. He's like, I'm not. Uh, I I was going to say as a joke one, um, uh, Gino and Vito. (laughs) (laughs) CGI? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, But the bad Olivia uh, CGI. They're like really bad. Uh, And that's all I got Uh, for fucking internet. For good, good stuff. Cool, Joe, cool, cool. Uh, James, yeah. thank you for coming on. This pizza Michi. Uh, pizza, it's really a pleasure. The great Pizza Michi. We, we will absolutely get together in the next uh, few weeks before you uh, you head back to New York. But um, yeah, I'm here for another month. So let's uh, yeah. If you want to do a special night, just the three of you, you come over. We'll do oh, let's do it. Man. Uh, we will make it happen. Yeah, uh, special Joe. night or, or, or one of your hangs. We will absolutely. I got my, I got my vaccine uh, yesterday, my first uh, dose. So uh, I'm uh, nice. Feel, feel I got mine these, last week. These two, these two gentlemen are fully Congrats. vaccinated. I'm getting my yeah. first dose tomorrow. Fingers, oh, fingers crossed. So, so. Uh, okay. Great, great. Before you leave, we should all be fully vaccinated. So, uh, Let's good stuff. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, as always, listeners, uh, you can uh, send comments, concerns, things you like, things you don't like to uh, <laughs> sopranospod at gmail.com. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at sopranospod. Uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes, even if you fucking hate our guts, because that shit helps. Uh, yeah, until next week. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs>Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 1 gig fiber-fast speeds for only $59.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.